You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, Quick strategic thinking is crucial, and with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown, and through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Today's episode is brought to you by Cars.com. With over 2 million vehicles and 50,000 more added every day, Cars.com will match you with the perfect car for you, your budget, your life, your style. And if you're ready to say goodbye to your current car, Cars.com will get you an instant offer to cash it in. Just start by entering your license plate and get matched with a local dealer who will write you the check. So whether you're looking to buy or sell, just go to cars.com. It's magical. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of SB Nations, the Dream Shakes, the Dream Take podcast. I'm Mike Brown. Welcome to another episode, as we do after every single Houston Rockets game, preseason, regular season, and postseason. We talk about the game that took place tonight. Rockets lose. 97 to 95 to the Miami Heat. Heat improved to 31 and 25. Rockets dropped to 13 and 43. First game post NBA trade deadline. Um, interesting game tonight, to say the very least. Jabari Smith Jr., one of the better games he's had of the season 22 points, 8 of 16 from the field. KJ had 17. Shangun had 12 and 8. Jalen Green, uh, 11 points. Not a great night um, from the field, but he did have the big bucket down the stretch to tie the game before the Rockets lost. Back-to-back games at the buzzer, basically, which is incredible. Uh, off the bench, Garuba, 14 points, 2 points. Tari Eason had 8 points. Josh Christopher had 7 points. Deshaun Nix had 5 points. Tie-tie game tonight. Ty Ty had six points. 
Here's the thing. And I'm going to start the show here. First of all, if you are, Sean says, mother of pearl, why is Nick's in the game when you need a defensive stop just running around like a chicken with his head cut off? Fair. If you guys would like to join the show tonight, hit that request to speak button, bring you up on stage. And as we have our first speaker of the night, Adam, good friend of the show. Welcome. How are you, my friend? Doing well. How are you doing tonight? I am here. A lot of thoughts on the game tonight. Yeah. I th- a lot of good tonight as a Rockets fan, I feel like. Yeah. A lot of good. A lot of good. Uh, there, were some, good. there were some really questionable decisions tonight. Um, why Ty Ty didn't play more in this game? I mean, he played 23 minutes. He deserved more minutes. Why Tari Eason only played 19 minutes tonight was a little questionable, to say the least. Although Tate playing twenty only twenty four minutes, the minute allocation tonight, interesting to say the least. I don't have a problem with it though. This is one of my favorite Rockets games tonight to watch. Yeah, I watched every minute of this game tonight. I loved it because it gave you everything that I've been begging literally the entire year for: lose with your young guys. I have no problem with tonight. Tonight should make everybody happy. They competed, yeah. I mean, it was, it was a lot of good, yeah. A lot of a lot of fight out there. Um, we got we got a little bit of the kind of opponents' view of the James Harden Rockets experience with uh, Jimmy Butler hunting hunting for file fouls out there. Is uh, you can yep. kind of tell why people hated watching um, Harden in a Rockets jersey, you know, towards the end of his of his time here, but. It's a great point. I, I love Jimmy Butler, though. Jimmy's such a competitor, you know? Yeah. And the Rockets don't have that just yet. I will say this. A few thoughts on the NBA trade deadline. I don't know how you felt about the deadline, Adam. The best thing that the Rockets did was get rid of Eric Gordon. That improves the team so much in my eyes because of a night like tonight. The way that you can... He has no choice now but to go to the young guys, which is great, which I love. I don't understand this yeah. Danny Green movement of him wanting him on the team. That that doesn't make any sense to me. Why would you trade Eric Gordon then to just bring in Danny Green? Doesn't doesn't make sense. Yeah, Eric Gordon was a crutch, you know, and uh, a crutch that Silas leaned on way too much. And sure. uh, Eric Gordon, I mean, I'll be honest, if, if we're being really honest. He's not – I don't think he's going to help the Clippers very much. I just He's not that type of player unless unless you buy into the narrative that he was just so, you know, D – you know, he just had so little incentive and kind of just will to kind of, you know, the Rockets just kind of sapped all his will out there and just – he just wasn't competing, wasn't training, preparing day, game to game, and he's just – he's going to bring it now because he's on a – he's going to compete for a championship – I don't believe that. I think I, you know, I just I don't see that. But tonight, tonight was tonight was kind of the best case scenario. This is this is what Jabari Smith. This is what I want Jabari Smith to like. If Jabari like whatever he needs to do, if he can become a forty percent three point shooter that just is kind of you know getting a rebound off the off the rim, 
bringing it up himself, stepping into threes at six foot 10, six foot 11, you know, unblockable shot. Like if he is, if he's that player that we saw tonight, he's better than Paolo, Chet, any, anybody else in the draft. But this is, this is kind of what he has to be. It's what he has to be. I don't know. I mean, well, I don't know if I would go that far. A six foot eleven, no, a six foot eleven Clay Thompson. That's like that's what he, you know, uh, that can actually dribble a little bit. But I mean, he's, I, you know, if he's this player, I would take him over over any of those other other guys if he could. Well, you saw it tonight too, Adam. Defensively, that's where that's where he, that's where his bread is going to be buttered in this league is defensively. The way I see it. I mean, yeah. the defense that he helped play tonight was special. I, you, you, it's hard to have the skills of a Jabari Smith. The guy's just naturally gifted on the defensive end. His big thing, again, you saw this again tonight. Look, I'm not going to complain too much tonight about what the Rockets did because, like you said, Adam, let's be honest. This is, this is the best case scenario. The Rockets play really competitive basketball with their youth. Miami's not good. That's not a Miami team. I know that they're banged up, but you had, what, your best players were playing tonight. Butler played tonight. Hero played tonight. Bam Adebayo no, played tonight. They're not going to be that much better. They're going out in the first round. That, that's, not a, that's not a second round Eastern Conference Finals type of team. I give Spolster all the credit in the world. But, again, what this team comes down to is they don't have a rim protector. The Rockets. They don't. You know, that's what you're going to get tonight is a lot of shots at the rim by the Heat. Did we out-rebound yeah. them tonight? I think we did. Yeah, we out-rebounded them by 13. Rockets are one of the better rebounding teams in the league, mostly due to the fact they've got some athletic wings. I mean, you talk about Jabari, KJ, Tari Eason. Those are some dudes on the boards. I mean, what between the three, three of those guys tonight, Jabari had eight, KJ had six, Tate had four. Jalen Green had five rebounds. Tari Easton had six rebounds tonight too. I love me some Tari, some some Josh Christopher and Ty Ty Washington. Sign me up for that court. Yeah, no. Miami is appropriately seated. They're they're right there with with the Knicks. They're a six seed in the East, and that's not a very good team. But but you know what? You know it's. They competed out there. I I don't know why they don't start KJ, Tari, and Jabari in the starting line. Like they should be putting putting as many minutes out there as possible to kind of see how those guys play together. Like there's no reason that you shouldn't be seeing those guys playing together. Like why does it have to be, you know, why does it have to be KJ but not you know Tari or you know it's, I don't you know like because if you're if you're lacking for for size. You got to excite with with speed and athleticism, and that's what those guys have. You know, you got to just put out Miami. Miami's a is, is an old you know older team. Other than Jimmy Butler, sneaky athleticism, and Bam, who's a little undersized at the center position, they they struggle with like you know with just you know younger teams out there that are just running and you know in transition constantly, and you, you play to your strengths. You know that, that's why I think like that last play. Um, where where Jalen Green um, you know ties the game and sends it in you know uh, with uh, 0.7 seconds or whatever it was, like 
Ty Ty Washington was great in that position because he's one of the only players at that guard position that would that I would trust to kind of push the ball up. You know, if that was if if that was a KPJ, he would have tried to take it himself. You know. Well, yeah, I, I get it. I, I, look, man, I, I'm with you. I'm with you 100%. Why Deshaun Nix is still on the roster, I don't get. I just don't get it. You know, I, he, he blew the defensive assignment at the end. With Kevin Porter Jr. out, I actually liked the Jason Tate starting at the de facto point guard spot tonight. Every time Ty Ty's on the floor, unless I'm missing something, the dude impresses me. Literally every time he's on the court. Because he's a natural point guard. He he, he definitely know? he definitely gives me kind of reinforces kind of my initial impression of like Tyrese Maxey. He like the, the speed at which he was he drive, you know, he drove, you know, to the left and just kind of blew by his guy and kind of and, and laid it up. Like they should be trying to they should be trying to get more of those types of possessions where he can use his speed to get five guys and and do and, and uh you know drive and kick, you know, like we don't have enough of those of those guys out there. Like we don't drive and kick. We don't, we're just, there's, the ball doesn't, you know, go around the, the, the horn and, you know, for an open three, you know, that's why we just have, I don't think we're a terrible shooting team. We just take all of our threes. A lot of them are just contested, you know, they're step back threes and just, you can't play that way. Like if, if you're, you know, I don't know. Well, no, I, I think you make a good point. That's why the, the Garrison Matthews trade, didn't make much sense to me and getting rid of Fernando. You could have used a guy like Fernando tonight. Sean makes a good point in the chat without a rim defender. The Rockets fared pretty well in the, in the paint tonight. It, it goes beyond that though. For me, I, I don't know if you guys noticed, but at the end, Shangun hanging out in the corner, he can't bang with a guy like Bam out of bio. And to be fair to Shangun, not a lot of guys can, you got to get some muscle down low. That's what the Rockets are missing. And if they get Victor Wenbanyama, okay, I'm with it. And that's 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 the second half of the show is what I really want to get into, which is the trade deadline. Before I get into my take, because I I gave enough of my takes at the Dream Take on Twitter today. Adam, what did you? What were your thoughts on the Rockets' trade deadline performance? What would you grade it, A to F? I would give it. I'd give it an incomplete, not even Nada. I think it's just it reinforces. Can't do that though. You gotta grade it. Can't give it incomplete. I, I give it a C minus. You know, like okay. basically, they are just as confused as we as we're confused with what they're trying to do. Either that, or they're just in a holding pattern because they don't want to overcommit money and 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 years right. to guys that they don't know if they'll need. They don't know if they're gonna get the number one, number two, or you know or a lower pick in the draft. It's almost like they're just waiting for that shoe to drop. And, and if that's the case, I, I hope that also is obviously followed by, you know, a new coach and, you know, and, and kind of new player development, you know, staff and all, all the rest of that stuff. But I, I think we're just going to, in a holding pattern, because we could have gotten, you know, we could have gotten some of those guys, you know, like we, we have, we have, we have the assets to, to get a Josh Hart or, some of these other guys, you know, they may not, you know, some of those, you know, more established veterans may not want to come here because of, you know, we're just not in a place where we're competitive, but like we could have been in the, 
in the running for a lot of those guys. So I, I just think it's it's a C minus for me because they don't want to do anything until they know more so about what what they're going to be getting, whether it's you know Wemben Yama or Scoot, hopefully, or you know God forbid. So that's so that's my point. So you make a really good point. Is the I, I don't hold I don't hold something like this back when when I do these types of shows. I'm done with losing. You know what I mean? Like, and then Raphael Stone talking for the first time today that they're not happy, you know, with the development of the guys that they have. Well, no shit, Sherlock. You know, I mean, your team is going to have the worst record in the league for the third year in a row. And my frustration is not even necessarily with what the Rockets did per se, because the best thing that the Rockets did at the deadline was get rid of Aaron Gordon. Bar none. You're still stuck with the worst head coach in the league with Steven Silas. That, that's no longer in question to me. Steven Silas is the worst head coach that is employed currently. But what the Rockets are doing is the Rockets are betting on the lottery, which is a really dangerous precedent. Because, and correct me if I'm wrong, Adam, they have as good a shot at getting number three or worse than they do getting one or two. It's 50-50. That's a scary precedent, man. Because if you end up with number three in this draft, you're in no man's land. You miss out on the two best guys. You've done nothing to improve your roster. Now, I do think that they have more on this roster if the guys start to fill out a little bit more than previously talked about. You know, like if Jabari played the way he played tonight, Tari, KJ, can Ty Ty turn into something? But my problem is, this is what it comes down to. And it's really simple, Adam. The Rockets are passing the buck on the bill of paying for a legitimate roster in this league. Is that well put? Do you get what I'm trying to say? You know, they're, they're not going after, you know, there were, there were news. Yeah. Uh, God, I don't even know what is today, Friday. Deadline was yesterday. There were there was talks about the Rockets were interested in both Mikhail Bridges and Cam Johnson. Yeah. Well, you wouldn't empty the war chest for those two guys? Because I would. I mean- this is advertiser content brought to you by Frito Lay. Hello, I'm Chip Murphy, here to get you ready for the big tournament. Tonight we'll break down. We break down who will be cutting... Cut! What are you two doing? Sorry, Chip. Prez here got his feathers ruffled when I told him Ruffles has zero chance of winning the title. And I was letting Dip know that she is not taking into account Ruffles' iconic ridges. Guys, it's March. We have to start talking about the tournament. We are. It is the 2023 Frito-Lay snack It. We're talking about big-time matchups between Cheetos, Smart Food, Lay's, Sun Chips, and more. Just head to the Frito-Lay snack bracket and vote for your favorite chip, pretzel, or dip for a chance to win up to $1,000 or a year's worth of snacks. This sounds great. Keep up the good work. Just go to frito No purchase necessary. Sweepstakes ends 4-3-2023. Void wherever hip. Here's worth of snacks awarded in the form of 52 coupons, each good for one bag of chips. See official rules at Frito-LaySnackIt.SBNation.com. This is advertiser content brought to you by Frito-Lay. 
Hello, I'm Chip Murphy, here to get you ready for the big tournament. Tonight we'll break down... We break down who will be cutting... Cut! What are you two doing? Sorry, Chip. Prez here got his feathers ruffled when I told him Ruffles has zero chance of winning the title. And I was letting Dip know that she is not taking into account Ruffles' iconic ridges. Guys, it's March. We have to start talking about the tournament. We are. It is the 2023 Frito-Lay Snack-It. We're talking about big-time matchups between Cheetos, Smart Food, Lay's, Sun Chips, and more. Just head to the Frito-Lay Snack Bracket and vote for your favorite chip, pretzel, or dip for a chance to win up to $1,000 or a year's worth of snacks. This sounds great. Keep up the good work. Just go to Frito-LaySnackIt.SBNation.com. No purchase necessary. Sweepstakes ends 4-3-2023. Void where prohibited. Here's worth of snacks awarded in the form of 52 coupons, each good for one bag of chips. See official rules at Frito-LaySnackIt.SBNation.com. There's your starting forward. You know what I mean? For the for the next 7 to 10 years? You could have. You could have. I mean, you could have been involved in that trade and and set and told the Nets, "Hey, we'll give you two of your picks back." You well, know, for uh, sure. one pick, but, for sure. Yeah, like they would have. They would have given up. You know, right. like, like they they don't. The Nets don't want to be. Comp- they have to be competitive. You know, like they want to start over. They just can't start over. You. you know, I feel you. Uh, the thing that's also interesting about um about this game. I don't know if you noticed this. Like on the bench. Usually kind of the head coach is sitting, you know, at the very end. John Lucas was sitting at the end of the bench. I don't know if there's something with the Rockets where there's like, hey, John, John Lucas, you know, we, you know, we want you to be more vocal. You saw a lot more, I saw a lot more kind of initiating of just conversation and kind of, you know, you know, being more vocal in the huddle. It wasn't as much, you know, all Silas out there. I don't know. Silas, you know, Silas seems, you know, Silas was happy on the bench. I think Silas knows, you know, he's got 20, 25, 27 games left in his career with the Rockets. And maybe they're like, hey, we, we, we want to see if Lucas can be a bridge coach for us. You know, the, if he can be a coach, you know, yeah. I, I wouldn't that's be very, I wouldn't be surprised. You know, I think Silas seems like a guy that's just like, you know, at this point, he's like, He's he's less stressed because I I think he knows his 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 uh, fate is sealed. I hope he knows, you know. For sure. Hey, Adam, I'm gonna get to Sean before I end the show. It's always a pleasure, my friend. Sounds good. Thanks a lot, All right, brother. Sean, welcome to the show, my man. How are you? Oh, doing all right. I'm probably a little more uh, ticked about the loss than you are for some reason. I think I've. I had kind of built myself up before the game that this was going to, we were just going to get rocked by Miami and then to come out and have a shot at winning and then blow it in last minute just kind of sucks. But, um, yeah, stuff. but yeah, to talk about the uh, deadline, I, yeah, I agree with you. I mean, I guess I look at my grades on the deadline. I, I separated in the two minor moves they made. I, I, I know having Fernando tonight might have been nice, but I don't mind getting rid of Fernando and um, Matthews just because it forces you to play Christopher and Garuba. And, 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 you know, Garuba may not be the answer, but I'd rather give him 24 games to see if there's anything you could possibly get out of him than him not getting any minutes. I mean, it's, it's better than not. And I don't mind the Gordon trade because – if you do move up 10 spots, 
that's if they do, and and that's a big if. If the Clippers stay where they are, you know, it's you moved up from basically twenty eight to eighteen, which is the equivalent of if you got a late first for Gordon and try the trade up with the Milwaukee pick in that late first to 18. So I, I do like that. And this draft is pretty deep. Like you look at a, but it bar- depends though. Cause that's, yeah. that's a double-edged sword. It is because you can't, you can't develop the talent that you have now. So that was my point. And you guys can go look at the dream take. I had multiple back and forth with yeah. multiple people today where Again, Sean, like they, they can't develop the talent that they have now. Like Ty Ty is not becoming better because of his coaching. He's getting better because if you watch him at Kentucky, this is what he was at Kentucky. He's a floor general. This is what he does. Great floater. He's not the greatest defensively, but he tries. You know, like this roster, yeah. the guys on this roster, in other words, they're not getting better. Because of coaching, the way I see it, they're getting better because of the minutes that they're getting. Just play them, period. So the the pick that yeah. they're getting, eh, like it's fine. You know, like you can either get Shingun or you can get Garuba. Garuba is a wasted pick at this point. Garuba's fine for what he is. We all know what he is, though. You know, I mean, that's, that's the way I see it. Is I, I, In my opinion, he was a wasted well, pick. Well, yeah, he is because the Rockets don't know how to use him. They were trying to put him in drop coverage tonight. I'm like, that's not what he is. He's a no, he, he's a he's a he's a he's a heads up defender. Yeah, that's exactly what he is, and they're dropping him. But regardless of that, yeah. I mean, my Fair. I, I don't mind the other two moves Stone made, but I mean, I got the me. It's still almost an F because he failed to take advantage of the chaos of Durant trade. I don't think anybody yeah. expected that to happen yep. and there's opportunity and chaos and he didn't do it. And the thing yep. is like, if he like the two things I can think of either he failed to do it or he actually tried to offer the nets their picks back and they said, no, they'd, they'd rather keep the guys they had. And quite frankly, I think once this all settles, people are going to find out that, the Nets have seven unprotected future first right now. They've gotten in all these trades. And they have a lot of good talent on the team. No stars, but a lot of good talent. I mean, they could Well, they, that's the Well, but they could make a they could make a godfather offer to Charlotte in the offseason for LaMelo Ball and immediately be a contender again in the Eastern Conference. They're really not that far away. You have multiple defensive player of the year type guys on your team and Dorian Finney-Smith and Mikhail Bridges and Nick Claxton. Cam, they could also keep those guys and build a nice little roster, which yeah. I think people are missing out on. That's why everyone's saying build the statue for Stone because of the trade that he made. I'm not ready to go that far because Brooklyn's not going to be terrible. In the East, massive step back. These can be Boston's good. Philadelphia's good. Uh, Cleveland is good, but Brooklyn, Brooklyn's going to be fine, I think. Yeah. Oh, no, and it's and that's the thing. Like, not it, the chaos in the moment. You had a chance to cash in a good number of those picks at the go. deadline and get and Great catch point. somebody off guard, thinking that oh, Brooklyn's about to tear it down when you let it settled out and get to the off season, people are going to find out, no, Brooklyn's not tearing it down. They're just going to retool. And those future picks you got, 
aren't going to be any good or they'll well, be and that's, solid yeah. maybe, but they'll still be outside the lottery. So what did you trade Harden so, for? Yeah. And that's my biggest problem with the deadline with the Rockets. And again, Sean, hopefully I think people like, like you and I are liars because so many people on Twitter, which is why you can't trust Twitter. Twitter is such a small cesspool of fandom for a lot of teams that it doesn't encapsulate what the bigger picture is. And when I explain to people when, and I'd much rather have these conversations on shows like this versus Twitter, because it's hard to get your point across. The Rockets are banking on the future, the unknown, you know, well, we're banking number one pick. Well, what happens when you, if you don't get the number one pick? Well, we've got all this money in cap space. Well, what if you can't get anybody to come here of any, significance and all of a sudden you have to overpay guys minimum guys to come here you know like i'm looking at let me see 2023 nba free agency i know we've gone over this before but the the list sucks this offseason you know i'm bringing it up now you know the immediate i mean are you going to overpay chris middleton to come here I mean, 32-year-old Chris Middleton, I like Chris Middleton. Love Chris Middleton. But are you, is Chris Middleton worth a max contract? Because if he's going to leave Milwaukee, you're going to have to pay him max money. You're going to have to yeah. overpay. According to SpotTrack.com, best free agents this offseason, Kyrie Irving, I'll pass on the anti-Semite. Uh, Russell Westbrook, yep. James Harden is interesting. Um Porzingis, Kevin Love, D'Angelo Russell, Nikola Vucevic, you know, 33-year-old Draymond Green, Fred Van Fleet, Harrison Barnes, Jeremy Grant. Like, these are the types that Will Barton, you know, that's what's going to have to happen. You're going to have to overpay. Now, I'll tell you this. I, I got a name for you that, that Adam just dropped. I'd overpay for Trey Young in about five seconds. Oh, yeah. Via trade, Atlanta, what do you want for Trey Young? Because that's a dynamic backcourt between him and Jalen Green. You can sign me up for that any day of the week. Now, they're not going to play any defense, but. I mean, we already had we already had the Harden experience. We're used to no defense from the perimeter (laughs) anyway. So why does that matter? Score and go for it. But I will tell you, I'll give you one more name. We're going to wrap the show up here in just a couple of minutes. Dylan Brooks. I know he's a punk. In Memphis, yeah. But goodness gracious, would I take him on this team? He's the kind. He's the guy. He's the kind of guy you will always oh. hate unless you take him. For you. Oh yeah, would in a you? heartbeat. It's yeah, just you'll hate him when he's not playing for you, but you will love him and defend him to the end if he is. And that's the kind of guy you need. You need yeah. a little more junkyard dog on the team, and he's got that. So yeah, he'd be a great get in the offseason. It's Rock just. Solid. I don't know if I actually trust this front office to have a vision to know what they want to do. Yeah, no, and and we're on the same page. And that's why, again, it's another trade deadline that people are saying, well, you know, we're going to, you know, next year is our year. And I'm like, why not now? Because you have a yes GM, you have a terrible owner, and you have the worst head coach in basketball. And nothing's going to change. Now, tonight, I, I liked more of what I saw tonight because he was forced into that situation by the deals that were made. When you trade away three rotation guys, Fernando, Matthews, and Gordon, it's going to open up these types of opportunities for the young guns. That's what they are. The Rockets have young guns. They have thoroughbred horses. Let them run. 
And that's what you saw a decent glimpse of tonight. And they took a decent Miami team. Miami's not good, you know, but they took a decent Miami team to, to, the, to the end tonight. Bad play at the end. I don't know what the hell they're doing putting Knicks in at the end of the game, you know. For me, this is easy, Sean. At the end of the game, I, you put Shangoon on the ball. That's easy. I put Tari Eason. I put KJ. Um, Jabari. Jabari, yeah, and, and Jay Shantae. Those are the five guys yeah. on the court. Defend the rim. Yeah. Defend the rim to the best of your ability and just put out there that can switch. Yes. Why is that not the yeah. five on the court? Why do you put Jalen Green on the court at the end with 0.7 seconds left? That doesn't make and any why, sense. And why best switch defender guarding the inbound? Exactly. Exactly. What, what, what is do with Jabbar doing waving his hands you know, around? You know what? The guy's still going to be able to see over it. You know what? You laugh. You know, you know who I would have put out there at the end? I would have put Boban out there. Why not? You put 7.3 yeah. Boban Marjanovic there? Exactly. You could, you could either stick him at the rim or stick exactly. him in front of the or stick him in front of the guy throwing in the ball. It doesn't matter. It's 0.7 seconds left. It's not like they pass the ball and get it back to the inbounder for a shot. He's literally out there for one play. That's all you need. I know. But that's it. It's easy to you and I because you and yeah. I know what we're doing. But Sean, it's a pleasure as always, my friend. Yeah. Thank you. All right, brother. This has been another episode of SB Nations, the Dream Shakes, the Dream Take podcast. Thank you all for spending your Friday or part of your Friday night with me. I greatly appreciate it. Love talking Rockets with you guys. We are going to be back on Monday night, uh, right after the game, 6 o'clock tip at Philadelphia. Uh, Everybody have a phenomenal Super Bowl weekend, taking the weekend off. Uh, If you're on Twitter, make sure to uh, check out the Dream Take at the Dream. Follow Dream Shake at Dream Shake SBN. Follow Jeremy at Jeremy Brenner. Follow me at Mike Brown underscore 2020. If you're on Facebook, search The Dream Shake. Give us a like there. Finally, head on over to dreamshake.com for all things Houston Rockets all the time. Once again, your unhappy final Rockets lose 97 to 95 through the Miami Heat. We'll talk with you on Monday night. And until next time, Rockets, go Rockets. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger. Feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. There are a lot of people fighting to make the world more just today, but a lot of work remains. That's why Macy's Inc. has doubled down on their commitment to create positive societal change through Mission Everyone, an enterprise-wide social purpose platform. Mission Everyone dedicates $5 billion of the company's spend through 2025, directed towards the partners, products, people, and programs that help create a more equitable and sustainable future. 
To learn more about how Macy's Inc. is supporting a brighter future with bold representation for all, check out macys.com slash purpose.